Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Disaster Movies, and Lego Jesus. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. From the New Hope Underground Studios, this is New Hope Underground. We have our own studios? Well, sort of. I mean, it's my office. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That means that we could, like, make things and it dude could we be... need to build our own studio somewhere like our underground studio it needs yeah. to be underground i mean i love your office it's it's nice to look around and it's see nice a, i mean yeah it's a nice office but no i agree it'd be cool to have an, an underground studio underground like the bat cave or something <laughs> that'd be so cool we have like the a cave. we have a british butler down there that just just helps us with things we even have like our own car oh yeah the underground mobile comes out of a cave <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. It's just like uh it's just like a sixty seven <laughs> Chevy. Just I don't know. That's awesome. Hey, I'm Darren yeah. Hansen. I'm Tyler Yoakum. Hey, we got we got to the introduction a little quicker this yeah, time. People have, have not turned us off yet, so <laughs> that's good. Hey, welcome to episode twenty one. Wow, we can uh we can drink. And we're starting to wind down season one, but we we're not gonna tell you when it's gonna end. We're just gonna end it. Yeah. What we, we will tell you is that season two will be starting soon. And then we'll be babies again. And we'll be kicking it off one. with our live show. Yes, which is coming up. And we'll talk about we'll oh, talk we, about you don't that wanna, later. Yeah, I don't want to say too much right now. If you if they listen to the bonus content, though, they'll that's know. Right. That's right. They'll know. There's a lot to listen to on episode 20 and 20 and the bonus, and the content. bonus content. So if you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to that. It's very, very important. We actually announced two underground events coming up like within a week of each other. That's right. And we, we'll talk about that again later yep. on in the podcast. But hey, I've got a question for you that came across a random text that came across the our uh, our text account. Oh, our text for New Hope Underground, but it was specifically written to you. Oh gosh! So here's the question: Hey, Tyler Yoakum, I'm a disaster movie fan. Are you? If so, what are your key components to an excellent disaster movie? Wow, great question. So, user. are you a disaster movie fan? Um, I'm a fan as long as the disaster movie does not involve Dwayne the Rock Johnson and <laughs> has a happy ending. So you didn't like San Andreas? Hated or... San Andreas, hated Rampage. I think that was one he did. Did you watch that? The remake of that video game. I liked the Rampage video game. Yeah, um, I remember the video yeah, game. Yeah, I, I watched, so I watched Rampage and San Andreas. I did not watch The Rock's most recent one where he like scales a building with a broken leg. Do you know what one I'm talking about? I do not. There's yeah, I don't know what that one was. So I don't it, keep up on his career too well. Yeah, I do just to hate on it. Um, no, so yeah, if it if it includes the Rock, Are I'm you ready not for the new Jumanji though. Do you watch that? No, I don't. I watched the first one because I was forced into it. I got you. Yeah, I didn't like it because of the Rock. Um, so, wow, you're uh, a rock hater. I know, I know. I did a. Uh, we did talk about. Didn't we talk about seeing Hobbs dis- and Shaw? That was a yeah, movie with the did. Rock that That's right. I was okay. Was I was okay. okay with it. Yeah, but there are a lot of disaster movies that don't have the Rock in it. So I mean. Yeah, if those have a happy ending, um, they're all right. Like Air Bud would be like a disaster movie in the sense that like... Seriously? Well, yeah, he was about to lose his dog, but then his dog tears up the newspaper well, and runs so sure back across the what, courthouse. I'm not sure. Or, See, I know the texture is actually my wife, so I know what she means. Oh. She loves disaster movies, and what that means is like... She's a big Sharknado fan. Oh. And Twister, she loved Twister. Have you seen that? I'm t- I'm really scared of tornadoes. Have been my whole life ever since kindergarten where our teacher read a tornado book to us, which who reads a book about tornadoes to kindergartners? Somebody in Dietrich's great in elementary school, they did, and it talked about a baby stroller being lifted and carried over 36 miles away. I remember this vividly and dropped somewhere and the baby was unharmed. That was like the the factoid in the story. Um but ever since then, I've been terrified of tornadoes. So anytime I see uh, dark, looming clouds or anything like that, I immediately, uh, you know, go. Now, somewhere. last time you said you were afraid of cows. Yeah, so yeah. you would really hate the movie Twister because there's a cow that's caught up in the tornado. Don't even, don't even tell me that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't like tornadoes. So I, so a strange movie that I liked that I thought I would not like was 2012. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that, I pop- know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. think. Well, I think I watched it. It was like an apocalyptic, so like a Noah's Ark kind of thing. Um. Wasn't there like a ship or something that they they sailed on the? I don't I don't think bunch of people Maybe. surviving the no post apocalyptic. That was Titanic, I think. It was like a post apocalyptic oh. thing. I must, uh, anyway, this, this is one where like I all get the, confused. This is one where like all the weather in the world goes crazy and extreme, and there's yeah. like 
Is that, was there an arc in that? I well, know. I think they called it like an arc because it was like people who survived, right, from the global warming thing. Is that right? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I could. It could be. It's been a while since I liked the I may movie. Maybe getting my movies mixed up. So if anybody out there knows what movie I'm talking about, I really. <laughs> You know. Yeah, or if you have any cows that Darren can cuddle, let us know. I know, we're still waiting on that. Yeah. No offers. We There's literally no listener out there that has cows that you're okay with Darren, like, snuggling up with. Um, yeah, I guess the short answer is I like disaster movies. The long answer was what all of the things I just said were. And, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of disaster movies that end happily, which is a lot of them. A lot of them have, like, a, a positive ending, right? Now, have you seen, like, Sharknado? Um, I saw the first one. It was it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. A lot to handle for you. Yeah, because I mean, I'm also scared of the aquatic life, and so. So what key elements? So you said a happy ending. Any a ha- other key elements? A happy ending. Uh, ideally, it would have someone like. Well, let's take let's take the different kinds of disasters that could happen. Oh, I like Castaway. Is Castaway considered a disaster? No, I, it just, I wouldn't think so. But yeah, but like a major disaster is like earthquakes and right floods and right. uh tsunamis and stuff like that i mean hmm. hurricanes what what a uh, tornado what which one of those like is there like a key element right that would intrigue you more to watch like a tornado with a bunch of sharks in it i mean that's right i'm okay with water-based disasters because i know those wouldn't happen to me here like if it was like a like a hurricane or something like that I went and saw that movie Crawl. Well, I think we talked right. about yeah. that with the alligators and the hurricane. Yeah. I watched that and it was like a lot. Like it was like, oh no, that's really bad. But it, there was like a moment, there was a part of me that was like, oh, well that can't happen here because we don't have a big body of water, you know, other than the lake. So you're okay with disaster movies that have water. Yes. Uh, because since that's not really around you and, you're, and there's no threat of it really happening to you. Right. Tornadoes are out. And then you also want a happy ending. A happy ending. Like, you know, where the sun rises after all the crazy weather events. It's like, oh. Okay, so maybe the short answer would be that you're not really a disaster movie fan. Oh. But yeah. there are certain things I guess you you're could right. watch. Yeah. You, you could tolerate. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I guess I'm not one. Well, there you go. This has been therapeutic. She's been waiting on this answer for a while, so she's excited. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be excited to... uh well, is she a disaster movie fan? Oh, she loves them. Yeah. So she probably won't like this answer. Well, she's excited that, that you answered oh, her cool. question. Cool. But yeah. As long I mean, honestly, I'll watch it if The Rock's not in it. That's basically the, the I'll like it. There's there there's the the worst disaster movies one with The Rock. Then anything without him is already a step up. Now, have you ever made your own movies? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I made some short films, you know. What's like, can you just describe one of them to me? Like one, like your favorite one you've ever made? Mm. Well, uh, my friend Michael and I used to do these shorts, these short films, short videos on YouTube and stuff back in the day. And one year we did a Christmas wrap nice. that I'm pretty proud of. Uh, yeah, we had a Christian, Christian Sager. He, uh, he produced the track and then... Uh, my friend Tyler, he, uh, he, simple. Yeah. Tyler simple. He wrote all the raps for it. Uh, and then Mike and I performed and we were in Christmas onesies that my beautiful wife, who wasn't my wife at the time, let us use. And she let us use her Christmas onesies. And we like filmed around town. We went into the mall where like the Santa thing was set up and we like went where like, cause Santa wasn't there. And so we like used that as a backdrop. Is this for, still on YouTube? Uh, I think it is. I hope, <laughs> I hope no one can find it, but, uh, let's no. see what, let's see what would you search for exactly? Yeah. Christmas wrap. I mean, let's, let's not talk about it too much. F-ing but, Illinois. <laughs> it was funny. It's actually really funny because, uh, the local radio station shared it when it went live for the first time, oh, like wow. when, we, when we publicized it before Christmas. So it it got, it gained some traction in the, famous for a while. in the six two four zero one area, you know. But no, it was that's probably one of my more, more notable movies. Which, you know, this is no joke. I, I'm being totally serious. Yeah. I, a while back, we had a youth event. It's been a few years ago, a youth event, and I asked Sager to be our DJ, and we had like a glow dance, and oh, he just yeah. DJed, and T Sim came in and rapped rapped a little bit. But what was cool about it was their songs that they have recorded. It's been quite a while ago yeah. that Christian produced and T sent like I don't know if you've heard them. I don't The Great know. Escape. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Reincarnated. Yeah. And, They're so good. Yeah. They are very good. They're incredible. I still listen to it all the time. It's on my uh, 
to my workout playlist. Yeah, they're both incredible at what they do. Like, like he's an incredible producer. I know. I was like, man, why didn't you guys like stay together? I know they should have. Yeah, they could have been like a Macklemore. I'd buy buy whatever they got. Yeah, no, they're great. If you guys are listening to this, please reunite and make something. Yeah, Yeah. look at look it up, Christian Sager and T Simp. Yeah, Tyler Simple. So anyway. Uh, what I made a movie. I used to make movies. Oh, yeah, you know, just little stupid things. But usually they were for church disaster you know, movies. Oh, I guess probably. Well, not. I made this like horror, uh, th- like a theatrical trailer of a horror movie for church called The Chaperone. Oh, and The Chaperone basically would just show up. Just on, got chills on the date when you're not expecting it. <laughs> it came. It made it made it like it was scary or eerie. Like like a guy and a girl were just going out. Yeah, and somebody he would just show up in the back seat of the car. Hey guys. <laughs> How you doing? Oh no, it's a, it's a chaperone. Leave room for Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were you were dancing a little bit too close to that girlfriend last night. <laughs> we need to have a talk. Not much, but just enough to make me angry. No, I think the the uh, th- I also made some videos one time for a vacation Bible school. You know, for little kids in our church we used to be at. Oh yeah, and they were Lego uh, oriented. Oh, that's cool. I did Lego Bible stories. And nice. I, I could not find, I had a bunch, there were some kids in the, in the church that gave me a bunch of Legos, Yeah. but I couldn't find a Lego Jesus. So oh. I went on eBay and looked up Lego Jesus. Right. And I found one. I had to pay $12 for it. <laughs> Just the little Lego guy looks like Jesus. Seems like a steal. To yeah. Once I got it, I found, I figured out that it was probably some character from Star Wars that was kind of put together with some long hair. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I still have it. It's in my office. Oh, that's great. Where, where and, is it? We're in, we're in your office. Hey, right behind you on the shelf. And uh, little bitty Lego Jesus, right? Directly behind you, right? Island. There you go. Whoa, this is cool. I know. And so what I did was I made some Bible videos. And one of the videos I made was a Bible story of Jesus and the 10 lepers. Remember the 10 lepers that came to Jesus and he healed them? Yeah. Sorry, and, I was playing with Jesus. Oh, that's okay. And so we made this video. We had the camera down there where you could see Jesus and then healing. And we'd go back and forth between Jesus and the lepers. Yeah. And the lepers were all sorts of weird characters from like Star Wars, Lego <laughs> things. Right. I think one of them was that was that ugly character that helps Anakin with the pod racing. Oh, He's man. He's like he owns, the worst person to yeah, participate. It's long, anyway, yeah. anyway, the thing was they, they were all lined up. And every time he would talk to them and go back and forth, the lepers kept losing different limbs and stuff. <laughs> and then he would heal them and then they were all, they Oh, were all that's fine. awesome. It's, but yeah, we just, we did a bunch of Lego videos. It was really fun. And I've been thinking about bringing that back, like maybe for some of our adult curriculum. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or even for our uh, underground Instagram when we launch it, maybe you could oh, do cool. some like posts of that. I would cool. totally love yeah, to do that'd be, that. That'd be awesome. And I mean, <laughs> I've got the Jesus Lego, so, you know, yeah. All I got to do is find some like more criminal looking Legos and That's I'm awesome. good to go. Yeah. No, but the, um, you know, it's interesting. I don't know why I was thinking about this story though, because there was 10 guys that came lepers that, I mean, nobody would touch them. They, you know, they were social outcasts and Jesus uh, heals them. And if you remember the story, only one guy comes back to say, thank you. Right. The other nine guys just take Walk off. Go. You would think with a life-changing event like that, right? I think you would be the, the minimum requirement. <laughs> you would give yeah. yourself, yeah. you know, right? I would think, if not like bow down and worship him, you know. But nine out of ten, that just seemed mm. amazing to me. And you, you just wonder about it. Just I don't know. It just made me start thinking about my own self. Just like how thankful I am. Yeah, how thankful of a person I am for what Jesus has done for me. Yeah, you know, I know I'm kind of going serious here, but no, no, that's good. It just made me think, like, um, so many times, like day in and day out, we can get to where we take Jesus, our Savior, for granted. Mm. You know, and I guess that is uh, something I, I wrestle with because I can get going in my days just like anybody else, yeah. and just be totally aloof or or ignore, you know, ignore some of the most important things in my life. Or not give credit where credit is due. Yeah. Yeah, I think somebody told me this. Somebody like expressed this a long time ago, and I just remember it very well. But it was like this idea that we are always waiting for these like life-altering events to happen to like like acknowledge like the Holy Spirit and that Jesus is working in our lives. Like we expect a mountain to physically move. 
and think that's when, you know, we'll worship Jesus. That's when we'll actually acknowledge like his existence. But like when you think about just waking up every day and like there being a new day, like that's like those opportunities where you're just like, like, how can you not just acknowledge like the greatness that that, that, that is in and of itself and, and taking opportunities like that to acknowledge um, what God's doing in your life. So, yeah, our every day really is great. Yeah. And we don't we don't give it enough credit, or we don't we we're just so self centered. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to get our. I think just being stopping to say at least thank you, like the one leper did, would at least get the get your eyes off yourself for an mm. instant. Yeah, and maybe if we start our day like that, I know I've heard Pastor Van talk about this quite a bit. You know, being grateful, being thankful yeah. will change your life, and I think that that's I think that's very true. If, and I just wonder, like, I just don't, it doesn't go through my mind like it should. Uh, so awesome. in the morning, listeners, yeah, you know, wake up, thank God right away. For How about what he's wh- done whatever for you're you. doing, go ahead and pull over in your cars <laughs> and uh, just, just take a moment to thank Jesus. You don't necessarily have to pull over, but you know, maybe you already have pulled over because I told you to. That's right. If you're, if you're, if you're real animated with your thank yous, then you might want to pull yeah, over. Yeah, you should pull over, do that. And then once you're done, you can start driving again. There you go. Hey, welcome to episode 21. Stuff with Tyler, stuff with Tyler, stuff with Tyler. Hey, stuffers, welcome back to Stuff with Tyler. It's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. Yeah, you said something about stuffers. Way to go. <laughs> go stuffers. Two, two weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, something coming up this weekend at our Effingham campus and next weekend at both of our Effingham and our Newton campus is group launch. So again, whether you're in community, whether you're not in community, whether you've been attending New Hope for one week or 20 years, group launch is the place you want to come to find community, hear what's coming up at New Hope in the fall. Um, and just join something that should be really awesome. That's right. And this is our second year for doing group launch. And yeah. There are a lot of people who have been coming here for years who did not attend last year. Yeah. So sign up this year. At least go through it once and see what it's all about. Because if you've been coming to the church here for a long time, group launch is very much a part of what we're doing now. So yeah. get in there and figure out what's going on. Yeah. I don't know if it was you or Tyler that said it on a Sunday, but just there's, I think there's an, a conception, a misconception about group launch that it's only for the person that's not in any kind of community right now. You could be in a home group, you could be in a serve group, uh, but that doesn't mean that you don't want to join another type of group or at least know what's going on so that if somebody comes up to you and talks to you, you can't point them in the right direction. And so, um, again, regardless of kind of where you're at, um, in your faith journey and where you're at in community here at new hope or outside of new hope, uh, there's, it's not like you go to group launch and you're forced into something. Literally it's just a cool opportunity to hear Darren speak, hear from Tyler, uh, and just get to know other people at new hope. And then if you want to join something or even start something of your very own, um, by the end of the morning, um, it's just, it's one hour. It's not, it's not super time intensive or anything like that. Um, and since it happens during our service, uh, all childcare is provided. They just go to their normal class and everything like that. And so that's this Sunday, August 18th, next Sunday, August 25th at Effingham and Newton. Um, and here in Effingham, it's at 845 and 1030 and Newton. It's the 25th at 1030. You can sign up online at newhopechurch.cc slash group launch. Um, and yeah, if you were able to sign up before the Sunday, that'd be awesome. So we know that you're coming. Um, if not, and you just show up Sunday morning, um, come on in. Come right on. Out. It should be awesome. Right on. Listen to the man. Yeah. Uh, something else exciting coming up. New Hope Underground Live Show. Yeah, boy. Kick off a of season two. The buildup we've been waiting it's gonna on. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be so cool. So you got to be there. September 15th. That's a Sunday, 10 a.m. in the cafe at New Hope Effingham. So it's right between services. So whether you come early and you want to go to second service or you just stick around for a little bit after first service, come hang out in the cafe. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be some uh, swag giveaways. Maple donuts. Maple donuts. Live game shows with giveaways. Interviews. Now we're going to be set up on that little stage in there. Yeah. So if you come early and get a seat and scoot it up there and be front row. Yeah. Be on the front row. But you can stand anywhere, sit anywhere. You just won't get our spit on you if you're too far back, which is a shame, you know? You won't be able to see the rainbow between between <laughs> us. So that'll be cool. We're actually going to be recording that episode to post. And so, yeah, we're, we're just going to do it live. We're going to have some interactive stuff. Um, and it's between services on Sunday, September 15th, 10 a.m. in the cafe. And I'll be unveiling the song Twit Snap Faceagram. Why wouldn't you be there to hear Darren unveil that song? I mean, I, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> so yeah, Sunday, September 15th, 10 a.m., New Hope Church Cafe. Be there between services. 
Another New Hope Underground event we have coming up, second event that's happening later that week is the Storm Area 51 Shindig. Oh my goodness, this is so exclusive, it's not even funny. So exclusive. You only know about this if you listen to Underground or if some of you told other people who don't listen to Underground. Spread the word, it's okay, we don't mind. Yeah, I mean, more hot dogs to go around, you know, but Storm Area 51 Shindig is Thursday, September 19th from 4 to 6 p.m. So you're just going to come to New Hope Effingham from 4 to 6, right after you get off work, just swing by, bring the kids. Uh, there will be free hot dogs, um, limited uh, run of New Hope Underground alien stickers um, that you can only get if you come to the shindig. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. Um, I will announce this. What? There might even be a few free brats until they're gone. Whoa. You're Just st- throwing that in there. You're stepping up with the brats? Maybe even cheese filled. Don't get people's yes. hopes up. All right. So you're probably going to want to leave work early and get there right at 4 p.m. for those cheese filled brats. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Be first in line. All, all the special things we unveil are just more types of like, like sausages. I don't Not know. only this, but I'm bringing my new George Foreman outdoor grill. Oh my gosh. You, there might even be an appearance from George Foreman himself. Who knows? Yeah. So you're going to want to get there on Thursday, September 19th, 4 to 6 p.m. Go ahead and pull over in your cars again. Mark that in your calendars um, and set a reminder and invite uh, your friends and your family to join you at New Hope. I, we don't. We have no idea what this is going to look like, so it should That's be fine. Right. Pack your van with all your little aliens and head on over. <laughs> um, and just a reminder: there's only 39 days until we do Storm Area 51, but 38 until the Shindig. Yeah, what's more important? <laughs> the, Our Shindig. The Shindig for sure. The spotlight is on. Please welcome Carly Weedman to the show. Hey, welcome to the spotlight here on New Hope Underground. And today I have with me Carly Weedman. Hi, Carly. Ooh, hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Hey, no, no problem. And I just taught you just recently. I mean, just like before this, I uh, before we started recording, I taught you how to look up a podcast, so you can listen to our podcast now. Yes, absolutely. I'm super excited, and anybody out there can do it if I can do it. <laughs> That's right. So spread it around. Tell your friends. But anyway, Carly is on our staff here at New Hope. But first, let's just, let's just, let me just ask you a couple questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tell us just a little bit briefly about your family. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, I'm married to Scott Weedman, who's on security here at New Hope Church. And I have two kids. One is Logan. He'll be a senior in high school. Football is his thing. He recently just got a haircut. He's a senior. Um, a senior. Good grief. Uh, with a mullet. It's beautiful. Well, of course. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and then uh, I have a polar opposite child, Riley, who is a cheerleader. So it's going to be a good year. And I'm looking forward to that. So you'll so, be yeah. at every game. No every, demand. Every game. You have to when they're a senior. Oh, well, yeah. Right? Of course. To. Of course. Now, will you be able to see his mullet hair out, on, out from underneath the uh, helmet? Um, yes, you. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, you will. When I say it's beautiful, it's so bad that it's good. You know what I mean? It's so business it's, in the front, party in the back. It is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I can't believe your kids are that old. I mean, it just seems like boom. Because I look so fast, young. I know. You look so I know. Young. I know. Yes, you Thank do. you. Thank you for that. I mean, you're, what, 29 now? Uh, again, I know. I know you you started really, really early. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you. So what do you like to do? Like, what are some of your hobbies? Oh, so I, I love to have play. I know you have a lot of them. I, I do. I love to play tennis. Anything that I can compete with uh, and win, that's important. Um, you were a basketball player in the day, weren't you? Oh, gosh. 20 years ago, yes. You played in college, Back in the though. day. I did a little bit. In the, so now I have to do something that's a little bit easier on the on the old body. So I picked up tennis and occasionally I do some golf. Um, I love to read. That's another thing. And just hang out with the family. I like to build different things, woodworking. So yeah, there's a lot that no, I like you to don't. do. You like to work with wood? I know. Crazy. Never right? would have guessed that. I know. <laughs> That's cool though. I mean, and Carly's very creative. I mean, you do a lot of stuff. Oh, thank you. No, I mean, you really made a cool table out there at 180. Yeah. Still out there. I think so. I think I yeah. just look at things. I'm like, I, I'm cheap. So how can I do that? Yeah. In, and case, build it? in yeah. case some of you don't uh, know or haven't really, haven't been to church long enough. We have a youth center called 180. It's on the other side of town. That's where Carly's office is. She actually works out there. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. But you've done a lot of like wood projects out there. So we used to work together out there. So, and you, 
you also, I mean, you're just a creative with crafty stuff, period, aren't you? I mean, you just do all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, I like you've, to do that. I like out, to... We have an art room, actually, yes. helping out with kids. And you've been doing, I mean, you do a lot of projects for that. Yes, kids love the art. And we are packed out every time we have an event of these kids just wanting to paint or put nails into wood or anything. It's a, a fantastic space out there. Have you ever thought about the fact that you're kind of a unique person? Because a lot of people who really like sports don't read or crafts. I mean, you've got like the whole gambit right there. I almost have too many things that I like to do. I spread. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm spread so thin that I want to do all these different things uh, because I I just love so many different things. So weird. I'll, yeah, sure. I'll no, take. I it. know what you I'll mean. Own it's it. like you have like a wide a wide range of of uh, things you like. So you can just jump into anything. <laughs> now, you, now, do you feel like you're you're also because of that you also like can make friends easily and connect with people from all sorts of different backgrounds and stuff? Sometimes I think so, depending yeah. on the day. Other times I'm just like, uh, you know, just want to stay at home and uh, be introverted. Sure. But sometimes I do. I like going out and hanging out and being silly, especially when my kids are a little bit older, so I get to be more silly, if that makes sense. Yeah, so. but because but you have such a widespread of things you like. I mean, you can talk to a lot of people on all sorts of different oh, subjects. Oh, about all the different subjects. That's yeah. what I've noticed yes. about you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, we're a lot alike in that regard. Really? Yeah, kind of omnivore. What, what do you like to do, Darren? What are some of your hobbies? Oh, I don't. I love sports, but you right. know, I don't much. You're their, competitive too. Oh yeah, yeah. But I like a lot of things. I'm mm -hmm. like you. I could, I could try anything. Mm -hmm. You know, just about. So what about if you're not good at it? Do you keep trying to be good at it? No. Or do you throw in the towel? No, I throw in the towel. Yeah. <laughs> I throw in the towel pretty quick, but I still I still will like talk to people who are, you know, who are all about it and say, right. hey, that's great, but I'm not going to join you anymore. No, because if I can't win or be good yeah. at something, I'm like, eh, I'll find I know. something else. I know. It's a little bit of a perfectionist streak there when it comes to those kinds yes. of things. But no, that's good. You're omniverted, you know, which is just me. Like you, there's sometimes you really get energized being around people and sometimes you really get energized being by yeah, I like that word. I didn't yeah. know there was a word for that. Yeah, it means omnivert. people who aren't necessarily pure extroverts or pure introverts. Omnivert. Yeah, omnivert. Well, you kind of, it depends on the week. and depends It sounds on, very like herbivore, you know? Yeah, exactly. It sounds but almost I'm like omnivert. a dinosaur term. Yeah, I like that. Okay, <laughs> I can go with that. There you go. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your job here at New Hope. What's your actual official title? Oh, now, well, I know it's changed. My official title? Yes. I think 180 Facility Manager which means a whole bunch of things. Uh, I work at the 180 and I do all the maintenance. I make sure it's clean, stuff is working properly, the games are ready to go, all the rooms are organized. And then I do all the administrative stuff for all the different events, do all the scheduling on the calendar of when people want to use it. And then the cool thing about our 180 facility is we have a lot of community events that come out to use right. our building. A lot of schools, a lot of kids have been in and out of that building. So it's getting utilized a lot, which That's is awesome. pretty special. And yeah. You and I talked about this a few years ago, actually, about how we want to see it more and more, yes. used more and more. Because, and what's cool, I think a lot of people don't realize, even in our church, how much, how many other groups do use 180. It's not just our youth, but our youth is a big part of it. Yes. Uh, but our small groups, even anyone can, you know, use that if long as it's available. Absolutely. And yep. then you've also got, like you said, the groups. So when you say schools, what do you mean? What do I mean by school? So usually at the beginning or the end of a school year, a lot of the teachers, principals, and faculty, they will want a fun day or an activity day for their students kind of as a reward party. So then we will host this, and most of the time we do a concession stand and a different art project for all these different schools. I think the biggest one we had this year um, was about 250 kiddos at one time. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's great. It was a, it was a lot. But it's so good. And to see the kids' faces that have never been to 180 before, that's really neat. Their that's eyes fantastic. Are wide open. So. Well, that's an awesome ministry in and of itself. I mean, just having the schools in. Oh, absolutely. Love that. Love that. How many schools do you have per year that use the facility? Do you know? Just an average. I would say on an average about 10 to 12. Wow. Right. Wow. And that's one of the schools. They have like four different grades that come at different times. So it's, wow. it keeps us busy. You know, it's amazing for such a small town that Effingham is, how much of a hub it really is for all the, you know, 10, 12 schools attending 180 from all around the area. We have 22 to 23 communities represented in our church. It's just nuts. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. You know. It's just a great space to come out there because we have so much to offer as far as space even and games and things that kids like to do. So I think that's a big plus that we, we don't have something else like that 
in our community currently. So the art has been so huge too, don't you think? Because of a lot of cuts schools have had to make with their art programs. Yes, and so forth. that came about three or four years ago, I believe, when we in, when we did the art program, and the kids just love it. And we do some pretty cool stuff out there with building birdhouses or different trays or working with wood or earrings. And so we do an array of different things. There you go. Get out to 180 sometime. Take Carly on one-on-one in the basketball cage, and then she'll show you how to make a birdhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect day. Come then, on out. And then sit in the corner and read a book for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a perfect day for you. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Are you ready for the two-minute drill? Oh, gosh. Do I need to, like, start stretching right now or what? I think what? so. Okay. I really think so. <laughs> the two-minute drill features Carly Weedman. The two-minute drill begins now. Your favorite candy bar. Snickers. Ooh, or, or Twix, or Twix. Okay. Sorry, I have changed. To, have to do one of these things. Hang glide, zip line, or cliff diving? Zip line. New vehicle, jet ski, electric scooter, or dune buggy? Ooh, jet ski. Game of Thrones, Friends, or Pretty friends. Little Liars? Warn you, that was very quick. I can't even finish it. <laughs> I love Friends. <laughs> Warn your daughter one thing about guys. Oh, gosh. Warn my daughter. Uh, they'll break your heart. Jello or pudding? Strawberry jello. Awesome. Favorite thing to do for your birthday? You get a choice here. A hundred piñatas, girlfriends to the, to the spa party, or ski trip with the family? Ski trip with the family. That was pretty easy for you. Mm-hmm. What game can you beat your husband at every time? What game can I not beat my husband at every time? <laughs> let's be honest. Hope Scott listens to this. <laughs> Me too. Funniest thing your dog does? Oh, your dogs. You have more than one dog. No, we have the one dog. Oh, you have um, one. Okay. Pass, because we're trying to get rid of her. Oh, are you really? <laughs> she drives us crazy. She's not funny at all. She's not funny at all. No. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to know what kind of dog is it? It's a boxer. A boxer. Come yeah. get the boxer. <laughs> How many games will the FKM Hearts football team win this year? Ooh. I bet that they'll only lose about two. I think they're going to be pretty good. Awesome. Favorite movie ever? You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and it was a song that came on, and I love the original Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh, really? I love that movie. Yes. Is that Prince of Thieves, or is yes. that a, Okay. Would you rather climb a mountain or wrestle a gator? Climb a mountain? Would you rather live in a Volkswagen by the ocean or a van down by the river? I gotta go with Chris Farley with the van down by the river. <laughs> okay, now this one, this next set of things I'm gonna give you. You're gonna answer with one of two things. Give it to me or run away. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm scared. Peanut yeah, I'm butter ready. peanut butter ice cream. Uh, run away. TV Westerns. Ooh, give it to me. Twenty people over to your house for dinner. Run away. In a room with lots of insects. Run away. <laughs> Stuck in a cabin in the mountains for a week. Give it to me. A hunting trip. Run away. Watching Netflix for eight straight hours. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Lime flavored popsicles. I run away. Hey, great. That's fantastic. Believe it or not, there's deep psychology in this little two-minute <laughs> drill. And hopefully all you listeners now know exactly who Carly Weedman is. Hey, welcome to the sounding board. This is an opportunity in case you haven't heard it before where I just get a chance to spout off some weird ideas that I have and I bring somebody in to listen to me and they become, I don't know, they become kind of a, a, like a glutton for punishment. So right. here's our glutton for punishment today, Christy Busher. I have heard it before and that's what makes me a little nervous, but I'm trying <laughs> to be a good sport. You are, you're being a great sport. Right. Tyler Yoakum and I got into a conversation uh, on this particular episode a little bit earlier than what people are listening to where we were talking about disaster movies. Okay. Because my wife's a big disaster movie fan. She actually texted our text line and asked Yoke and what he thought about disaster movies and so forth. So he gave us his opinions. So anyway, have you, do you watch disaster movies? Oh, Darren, I'm not a huge movie person in general. Well, I, see, I'm I sure like I've seen them. a couple here or there. Yeah, I don't like them. She drags me to them. Well, I, I take her to some of them, you know. Right. But have you? Do you remember any disaster movies that you've seen? There was seen? a movie, uh, Tornado, went a long time ago. Twister. Right? 
There you go. There you go. That's May- one of my wife's favorite Okay, movies. so I think I saw that. That's been a long time. Do you remember the cow going around and around in the tornado? I don't remember that specifically. <laughs> that's the best part of the movie. It's been a long time. It's been, That's okay. I think I fall asleep in movies, and so that's why it's not You're a just huge, not a movie person. It's not a huge thing for me. I kind of like it, but I typically end up just, when I sit down, I crash. Well, would you agree with this, that when you've seen disaster movies or trailers or whatever, you'd say that they're pretty ridiculous, I mean, most of the time. Uh, sure. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of outlandish. How's that? Yeah. And people, I think there's just a genre that people like and they like the fact it's outlandish. Right. You know, my wife goes on and on about it, but I, I don't really, it's not really something that's near and dear to my heart as far as genres go. Okay. But anyway, what I thought would be fun as a, I've, I've not much of a watcher of disaster movies in the sense I don't get that excited about them. Right. I've watched things like, uh, San Andreas with the rock, which was. Uh, interesting and then sort of that's me being sarcastic and then also I watched uh, oh Armageddon that's a famous one it's been quite a few years ago Bruce Willis but this what I decided to do was I decided to come up with my own disaster movies okay so I thought it might be for, more fun to make them up okay instead of watching them okay right right so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some titles that I've made up and somewhat of a I would say plot line, but most disaster movies don't have much of a plot. Okay. So it's just a little bit of a, <laughs> a little theme. bit of an explanation okay. of what the movie might be. Okay. Okay. And then you tell me which ones you like, what you don't like, and okay. that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. First okay, here's one. the first one. Uh, there's about five or six of them. Okay. okay. I'm ready. Actually, there's uh, one, two, three, four. There's five. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Squirrel Nami. Oh, okay. Okay. Squirrel Nami, like a, like a bunch of squirrels in a tsunami. All right. Uh, okay. And a science experiment goes awry, and a small island nation known for its extravagant resort areas is overrun with this tidal wave that brings that happens to bring with it millions of live squirrels, and they make their way inland. Okay, I'm tracking with you. Yeah, and squirrels don't like; they're not mean. They can be. They can be, but not, I mean, you don't think of them as right. Kind of cute and furry. But if you get a million of them in one place, there's not much to eat kind of thing. They'd be coming after us. Yeah. They become rabid. Okay. That's what happens. Okay. So that would be interesting, what you think? So that's the first movie idea. Yeah. Scroll Nami. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hang, I, hang on. You can hang on to that oh, one. Oh, okay. Okay. But, well, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Just tell get me what. Get feedback. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think there's some potential there, Darren. I think there's some potential. Have you <laughs> run up past Charla as someone who loves these movies? Uh, yes, actually. And what and was she, she loved this one? Oh, she did yeah. like this one. Okay, well, then I was on track by saying that there's some uh, there's some potential, some potential there, and you can you can see people running through the streets from millions of squirrels. I totally some can good see CGI it. there. Right. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. It's called O2. Okay. And the idea is that all the trees in the world die. So there's no oxygen. It's a scary thought. Yeah. And then people are fighting for like little spots. There's like one spot in the world that has some trees left. Okay. Now there's oxygen because people have tanks and stuff. Okay. But people are now fighting for this one little spot in the world that's got natural oxygen. Right. Right. So it becomes kind of like this post-apocalyptic Right. Nightmare. Right. What do you think about that? And it's kind of a twist on like a survivor type of theme. I mean, it's kind of like all everybody for themselves. I mean, like I assume there'd be killing of each other and trying to be the only one left standing. (laughs) So that would appeal to some people who like a different type of a show. Oh, I never thought about that. This could be more of an action disaster movie. Action to the point where it has uh, some... Even some mystery to it or something. Yeah, so maybe. I think I think that's even better than the squirrel idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm increasing. I like that one. Increasing in popularity. Right. Okay. Here's the next idea: the rise of the hippo zombies. Okay. Um, this is where all I'm the hippo- hesitant already. <laughs> this is where all the hippopotamuses that are dead come back to life. Mm. And now here's here you need to know the stat. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the hippo is the most dangerous animal to mankind on the face of the earth. It has killed the most humans than any other animal. Okay. That's Just pretty so you, crazy. Okay. That's pretty crazy. So hippos all raised from the dead. They can't find a source of water because all their water is contaminated. So they make their way to the cities. Okay. And then we have, you know, we have the old the old walking dead kind of thing, but with hippos. Ah, oh, Darren. 
When you said it was the most dangerous, it made me think of this clip I've seen lately on Facebook. People on social media were putting it out there. Uh And it's about an elephant that attacked like a group of people on a safari. Have you seen that? No, I have not. So I guess what I'm going to say is if you keep them alive to begin with and change the hippo to an elephant, I'm all on board. Okay. Because that was kind of going viral. Elephant zombies. Yeah. But the or yeah. live elephants. Yeah, the just hippo- the attack of circus <laughs> elephants. Maybe circus elephants that get away. These weren't circus elephants. This was oh. from the. If you could make a true story about those elephants who try to attack people on the safari, I'm in. Okay, so you but want the hippo zombie so, thing. So mm. You're showing your documentary side. You're more of a documentary person because you like the I live, really the real, the real story stuff. <laughs> All I know is people were commenting on social media, and it was a big deal. Okay. So in other words, original idea. So some people yeah. are okay. with with uh, like actual elephant stories of actually killing people. Well, scaring them at least. Instead of like a fictitious hippo zombie movie. Where they become alive. I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. Okay. Uh, I think there's a niche there though. Somebody out there is going to like hippo zombies. Maybe. Here's the next one. It's called Hail of a Storm. (laughs) Okay. And the idea is that boulder sized hail takes out most of the East Coast except the White House is left unharmed, which lets the viewers start to think that there's really this evil president who's controlling all of this for political reasons. Oh, I think think the um, American population would like that movie. So I'd say that that would be a good one. See, my wife liked these, but she liked that one the best. Yeah, I can see why she did. I guess there's more of a plot line. Right. Yeah, there's lots of components taking place other than hippos rising from the dead. Have you ever been in a (laughs) hailstorm? Yes, not fun. I know. What's like the biggest hail you've ever seen? Um, hmm. No bigger than ping pong size. That's ping for sure. Ball. Definitely not a boulder. Yeah, a boulder would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? Boulder's a little bit of a stretch, Boulders Darren. of ice hitting all the West Coast. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, East Coast, I'm sorry. What yeah. do you, you know, what would you do with that? I mean, anyway. Right. Here's the last one. It happens to be, well, I won't tell you. Uh, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you. It's, it's, I think it's my, it's my favorite one. Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm especially but don't, intrigued. Don't, don't let that bias you. Okay, nope. here's the next one. It's called The Geyser Nightmare. Okay. Now, the idea is millions of geysers on the face of the earth erupt all at the same time. Okay. A lot of which we are not aware of because they're underneath the surface. But sure. all of a sudden, all of them go off at okay. one time, which just happens to send the planet earth into a different axis. So now we have about 30 days until the earth is going to reach too hot of a an existence because it'd be too close to the sun right so then it's a race to figure out how to get the earth back on its axis or right or people have to adapt to becoming right. to a more hotter environment so there you go the, the geyser nightmare i like that one too so i'm going to go back and even evaluate some of the beginning ones i'm going to scratch the squirrels and then, of course, the hippos. Okay. But other than that, I liked the other ideas. You, you don't want the squirrels now. No, no in the beginning, I kind of did. And then as I thought, as I've heard the other ideas, they're just that much better. How's okay, that? Okay. Okay. So you're like, oh, two, hail of a storm and the geyser nightmare. I do. Yep. I mean, those are the ones. I can now, go with those. Let's say that I can only have, I can only put, I can only put one of these into production. Oh. And I'm going to start a Kickstarter. Which one are you donating to? Okay. So the O2, and then what was the next one? A hail of a storm with the boulder-sized hail right. and the geyser nightmare. Between gonna, those three. I'm going to go with the O2. Are you? I kind of like the survivor aspect there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. You know, I was talking to Sturkey. He, that's the one he hated the most. <laughs> because he said it's too much of a tree hugger film oh, for okay. him. Okay. That's what he said. Well, you know, maybe there was a reason that his his recording didn't work. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. So. Because you're, you're, yeah. So O2 would be the one that you're going to be. Put money towards a Kickstarter. Sure, on. I'd go for it, Darren. All the trees die in the world, and right. everybody's fighting for one place of oxygen. And I'm not even saying I would love it. I just am thinking about the draw <laughs> that others would have. How's that? I would love it. How's that? <laughs> that no, that's great. Okay. That's why I asked you to come in here. Right. It has nothing to do with whether or not you like disaster movies. I just, I just wanted your raw right. opinion on what you thought would work. What that's people all. would like. Hey, thanks, that's Christy, it. for uh, indulging me. You bet. So lately you've been saying this little phrase, stay fresh cheese bags. Except I forgot to say it in this week's stuff with Tyler. Well, that's okay. 
because wow. you're, you're on the move all the time. I mean, you're yeah. switching stuff up. I'm always trying to figure out what's best for my stuffers and stay fresh cheese bags seemed like a really good outro for the show. Just cause I've kind of incorporated it into my own life. It's a, it's like a send off. Um, but I forgot to do it for the second week. Well, we got a text from Clint. Oh. And here's what he says. He says this. Side question here. Is cheese bags one word or two? Here's, there's more to it, but I'll let you answer that question first. Uh, it's hyphenated. It's hyphenated. <laughs> I feel like it should be one, he says, like a title or some sort of honorific. Because I'm not sure what a cheese bag, quote unquote, is, other than an object that could potentially be unfresh. Hmm. Uh. I mean, the idea of staying fresh cheese bags is that they are currently fresh, but they could become unfresh. Um, in my mind, when you say stay fresh cheese bags, one cheese bag is technically, I think one word is a hyphenated word. One word. I think it is. Uh, so one word we're in myself on behalf of the stuff with Tyler segment is encouraging people to stay fresh as they are cheese bags as to not become unfresh. So hopefully that hopefully that clears things up. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's as clear as mud. But I, I think the thing that I find interesting about this is: is there actually such a thing as a cheese bag? And I'm not talking about something you store cheese in, right? Like a bag made of cheese, something like that. Or is there actually some sort of? I've heard of cheese cloth. Hmm, I haven't. Oh, but not cheese bag. Cheese cloth? Yeah, there's actual type of cloth. It's called cheese cloth. That you wrap your cheese in? I don't know about that. No. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was I like the idea of it being a little open to interpretation. We're exploring the origins of... I think cheese bag think, could uh, be a bag made of cheese think, or just any Ziploc bag that you put cheese in. I think people, what they're really interested in, uh, maybe I'm putting words in their mouth, is yeah. just where in the world did you come up with this? <laughs> <laughs> like what was going through your mind when you're like, Hey, stay fresh cheese bags. Did I you just make that up as you go. Or is, is, you, is there some sort of source for that? I don't remember. I feel like I've, I heard it somewhere. I don't want to take full credit for See, it. I figured you were quoting some TV show yeah. or movie or something. I'm sure it's from something that exists already. I don't remember where I heard it. Um, it's been a long time, but it's something that I just kind of wanted to work into my own kind of repertoire of, of departures. Go. Cause you know, there's like, Hey, see, uh, like what's nice cool about chatting. Tower Yoakum though, folks, is that he doesn't just stick with one saying he moves on. <laughs> yeah. There's a really so good chance that is, I never say it again. The stay fresh cheese bags thing is going to be short lived. Yeah. But Hey, since there was a question about it, at least it drew some it's interest. Like before that you were talking about dripping or dropping or something. Yeah. I don't what know. was that? I don't know. I think, I think that I was talking about kicks, my kicks dripping. Your kicks were dripping. Yeah. Or someone's kicks were. I don't know if they yeah. were. Were they mine? What's funny though is it like wore out after like one or two episodes and then I never heard it again. So I just, <laughs> just you're on to something else. Yeah. No, That's what just, I like about you. You're very fluid. <laughs> no, it's just stay fresh cheese bags. <laughs> so anyway, I forgot. <laughs> how do, how do we, we go from we there? Tra- how do we transition out of that? <laughs> um, we, could, we could talk about our live show again. Let's do it. Okay. September 15th, Sun- 10 a.m. Sunday. We announced it in the bonus content. Yeah. Why hope, didn't you listen to that? I hope you. I hope people heard that. Did you keep in the part? I haven't finished the main episode yet. Did you keep in the part where we just ramble on after yeah. the outro? Oh, oh cool. yeah. Oh, cool. I wonder. And did, people to text in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they said they would say stay fresh still cheese te- In fact, we'll give you a chance. Oh. Go back. If you can be honest with us yeah. and you listen to the extended talk that we had after you thought the show was over in episode, on episode 20. 20 and you actually listen to it at least part of it you can still text our number yep. uh and that is uh, and say something like uh, stay fresh cheese bags yeah, so, in your name yeah so what happens is you text the hotline stay fresh cheese bags and your name and you're actually going to be entered to win something on the live show. Uh, so yeah, you'll just text 217-374-8247. Again, that's 217-374-8247. I don't mean it. I don't mean to correct you, but I, I need to. Okay. Uh, we're not entering them. They win something. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Remember, it's just a prize for, wow. For everybody who said, who sends us something. So you win something. So we're just, yeah, we're just throwing it out there now. Yeah. We're not going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Part of the reason for that is because we don't know yet. <laughs> 
But <laughs> did you do you really think we have all this put together that well? Like, come on. What do you expect? Two one seven three seven four eight two four seven. Text Stay Fresh Cheese Bags. And your name. Yeah. And then we'll make sure you win something and come to the live show September fifth. Yeah, you do have to be at the live show to claim it. We're not gonna like mail right. you whatever it is. Like you, you just have don't to wanna be, miss it because there is no other event like this. And there hasn't been at New Hope as long as I know. And honestly, as as know. if it goes really badly, there will never be another one like it. Or we'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Because we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll just keep because, doing it. Because we just enjoy it. Oh man. Man, that's but true. New swag, man. This could be. I'm just real excited. I'm real yeah. pumped. I think there are other people who are. I think we're gonna. I think you might be surprised, Tara Yogum. I'm. I'm. Hope, how many underground people are out there? I'm hoping to be. I. I think I'm basing it solely off how many people tell me they're stuffers, and I have to face the facts that not every underground listener is a stuffer. You know, I like to think in my head that they all are, but there are some See, listeners. At least you have stuffers. I don't have anything. Oh, we need to make you something. I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly where to go with that. It is fun. when If some, we stumble on something, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, it needs go. to be organic. We can't force it. Hey, one thing, I want to give you total kudos. This man right here. Whoa. You did a great job last night with Youth Night. Oh, We've been man. talking about that through stuff yeah. with Tyler, and then that was last night. And uh, there were like almost 200 kids here. It was it was awesome. Yeah, that was such a huge effort. I mean, I could list so many people that participated in it. We had the the summer interns. They were all high Shout school out. students. Here we go. Cam Kroll, Ben Donsbach, Holden Lewis. They put so much work and time into Holden just, lost the little challenge and he had to have his armpits waxed. Armpits waxed. Yeah, on stage. Poor, poor kid when he was leaving and he still had his arms like <laughs> out away from his body. Oh, I goodness. said when you're 38 you're going to be go there's still nothing growing there's down still- there. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so they all did it. I mean, so many people on staff just jumped in and, and added this kind of to their to their list of Aaron things Golden to do. Aaron Golden did a ton of Aaron, work. Lucas. Lucas. Um, Kelly. Band. Betty. Uh, yeah, I mean there's. Brooke Rupel did a lot of work with the band yeah brooke brooke volunteered a lot you of had time security guys here yeah helping out. so many so many leaders from junior high and high school uh yeah i mean it was huge so yeah it was great and we had people that aren't even necessarily connected in an official way yeah with the, as with the youth but they were here to support yeah a lot of friends out, came out and, and so it was really cool yeah you spoke yeah so it was, was fun awesome. it was a lot of fun it was cool and we did the dum dum diddy diddy dum dum whatever it is. I can't even remember <laughs> what it is now. Yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, it was pretty fun, and I realized how just not uh, coordinated I am with that kind of stuff. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was a great time. So shout out to everybody that helped us out with Youth Night. Shout and, out to everyone that came to Youth Night. Everyone that brought yeah. their kids to Youth Night. We really hope it was a good time. So and we look forward to the next one. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>